0: Can you hear me?
1: Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are in the world, it is indeed my pleasure to welcome you to Wow! What a Show. Here we go one more time. And we never cease to remember that the Word of God has told us that day by day, we have a declaration of God's glory and a demonstration of His great power. Hence, we call this Wow! What a show. My name is Phyllis, and I am, for this evening, going to actually be the co-host, but uh, this is the live outreach podcast of Rehoboth Institute of the Arts, and we come weekly, sometimes daily, but of late, weekly, to discuss this wonder that we know in our own salvation. Each of us... uh, you know, being a part of this show, have experienced salvation and have an experience with God such that we can, along with each new day make the same declaration in our lives and it is so wonderful to be able to do so because once you have a relationship with the Lord, you then are a witness just like the rest of his creation, and so we are so thankful that we are here and can do this and so um I have a real treat for us tonight. Uh, my co-host or my host, I'm going to actually uh, allow my guest to be in the lead, of course, Um We're going to talk about uh, a part of our lives. Of course, we have lived it and, and, you know, have have been partakers in giving out what God has given to us. But I am going to highlight one who has been steady on and really skilled in the art of dance. It's a controversial kind of um, art form when I was growing up to utilized in the church for any particular reason. Dance, for whatever reason, had a negative connotation. And it was kind of believed that it was, a, I guess, a, <laughs> an exercise of the uh, enemy of our salvation. But truly, um, through many, many odds, I was able to go ahead and, and participate. And I found it to be very different. So at this point, I want to uh, introduce to all of you My dear, dear friend, young friend, Shreese Brown, Mrs. Shreese Brown. Shreese, I did mute you from the very beginning, but if you would now unmute yourself and you may speak a greeting to the audience, if you will. Hi, Shreese.
0: Okay, great. Uh, thank you so much. I was trying to figure out how to unmute myself.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Can you hear me? We very, very clearly. You know, if I could not would say so. Yes, very clearly. Very,
0: very good.
1: Okay. And so, so,
0: yes, my name is Sharice Johnson Brown. I am, well, have been dancing for most of my life, and I had the pleasure of uh, meeting Phyllis uh, many, many, many moons ago, Um, (laughs) and it was my pleasure to uh, meet her, and in my opinion, be mentored by her uh, through the Ministry of Love Calling Evangelical Dance Ministry, Dance and Theater, I guess, Theater and Dance
1: Ministry, so, yes, yeah, right, Okay, so, yeah. And so, Sharice, you were saying many, many moons ago, but I want all of you to know when Sharice met me, she was the same age as my daughter, who is my elder. (laughs) So she's not nearly as many moons old as I am. (laughs) But we were definitely blessed (laughs) to have encountered this young woman um, way back yonder when. That's right. It's been a minute already. Uh, And since then, Sharice has has married, and she has, uh, I think, two, children of her own or three? Three, yes. Three children of her own, that's right.
0: Yes, and uh, so speaking of the ages back then, so my son is probably uh, pretty close to the age that I was. My oldest son, uh, Stephen, he's just turned 18, and then I have a a middle child, Joseph, who is 17, and my daughter is 11
1: years old. So. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Up How there. about
1: that? Yeah. I tell you, we have aged, but you know what? I am here to be a witness that age is not a bad thing at all. Uh, you may yeah. go through a, a few trials and sufferings, right? But you are the better for the wear of it all. As we grow older, we become more aware of our need for salvation and our relationship with in Christ with Christ uh, deepens, it widens, it expands. Our understanding of many things changes to line up with God's own ideas or his own thoughts or his own plans for our lives. But when we are young, we pursue those things that he has actually given us in in uh, distributing talents and, you know, particular gifts to people, we pursue them because they are innate. You cannot help yourself. And that's why I want Cherise to be with us tonight, um, because she was a young girl, young lady. Well, she probably was a, a young girl pursuing the dream and uh we've done a series now I started a series called lifestyle christianity and I also did uh, enduring right grabbing hold getting real um close to the lord and knowing how to stand and stay while you're doing that. And that's why, Sharice, I've invited you to be here because as an artist, you know, I uh, started this podcast to actually talk to artists and find out uh, what they have to say because I find that artists are very deep thinkers generally about life. And so I'm calling Sharice in tonight so that we can pursue in conversation the whole idea of dance. Like I said, when I was small, the um dance was like not a it was almost a bad word when you use it in in conjunction with church or worship that it, it was just not very very um what uh, common it wasn't something that people did and yet people did it uh, still uh, and we're going to start tonight by recalling that the first mentions of dance in history not just in the Bible in history are from Genesis and uh, Exodus. So when we, when I was, you know, in in school and working, um, I was allowed to, as a public school teacher, reference the Bible in teaching my children about the beginnings of dance. So that's how strongly the history stands. So, Cherise, I'm not going to do much talking, but what we want to pursue tonight is your experience in dance, because she's a a Christian ever since, you know, I knew her. So, Cherise, when did you come to Christ, actually? How long have you been in the faith? Um, I
0: accepted Christ as a young child, I believe, I believe that I was in elementary, uh, possibly the last few years of elementary. Um, Unfortunately, as a young child, my parents experienced um, a divorce and Mm -hmm. uh, about fifth grade. And so shortly after that, uh, several of the ladies got it, placed it on their hearts to mentor me at church. And so Mm -hmm. they Just took me in under their wings, and I spent a lot of time with them after church. And, you know, on special days, they would, you know, they had made a commitment to partner with my mother. And in the process, I came to accept the Lord. So I know it was in the fifth or sixth grade uh, Mm -hmm. within that time period of just being cared for by really loving Christian women. In, our, in the church that I attended. And like you, yeah. um, dance was not a thing that uh, could mm-hmm. be shared in our church. It was um, a small Baptist church, rather small, and uh, their understanding of dance in in serving God was not that it should be uh, done in such a way, um, maybe a waving of the hand or, you know, clapping, but not uh, sharing in a, like a liturgical dance form or more expressive mm-hmm. using your bodies. Uh, and at that age, I had just gotten an opportunity to audition for a performing arts school. So uh, they had ages of uh, I guess, around 10, all the way through high school, uh, through senior, your senior year. And so I had, uh, was combining in my mind, my little mind, combining Mm -hmm. my love for the Lord and my love for dance very early on, even though it was not accepted in our church at that time.
1: Mm -hmm. I tell you. And so there you have it, since since a child. Now, the the, the uh, that desire, that love for that thing, and also the gift. Because if you see Cherise dance, you would know that it is an, a gift and she did not... Um, some people want to do something, they go off and they study and they learn to do the thing, right? But when you are naturally gifted... You still study and, and, and hone the gift, you know, and polish it up and shine it and make it wonderful. But the gift is already there. And uh, when I first met you and I saw you dance, she's a dancer above many dancers. And I have, at that point, had myself spent a good deal of time in New York City and had been around some really fine, renowned dancers so i had something or someone to compare it to her skill level was superior and it still is even though i haven't seen you dance for a long time but i know it's there because it doesn't leave even when we stop dancing that innate quality that makes you the dancer as god has gifted you is uh definitely still present so Shree's. Now, I, we didn't pray and I just want to get into a, a little bit of scripture and then you can kind of take off and I'm going to listen and you bring to us that aspect of your experience in dance with worship and with evangelism. And um, then I'll, you know, I'll I'll come back because I want the audience to know that our listening audience, our fellow um, uh, laborers in the faith, I want them to be aware that living out your life's work, no matter what it is, has within it the uh, stamp of approval to demonstrate, to show forth that you are a witness of Christ and that you can uh, give him glory and Share the gospel with others. It is written in the book of uh, Ecclesiastes, the ninth chapter, and I'm going to take it right out of its its context there because it's a principle that I am highlighting here. And that is uh, whatsoever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. And then in 1 Corinthians, it says, uh, whatever you put your hands to do, do it to the glory of God. So with that, we can we can uh, jump right into the conversation and Sharice you may you may pray us in if you like. If you would prefer, I open with the prayer. It doesn't matter. I am here to serve you tonight, and you speak with us. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Father God. We come before you, Lord. We humbly pray, Father, that you will receive the glory, the honor and the praise from the things that we will share tonight with the audience members here, Father, and Lord, within our hearts, that we will be blessed as well, Father, as we just remember and relate to the things that you've done in our lives, Lord, and the commitment that we've made through your gift, through your giving, Lord. We are so gracious, Lord, for your kindness, for your mercy, for your grace, Lord, throughout the years, Lord, and the years mm. to come, Father. Lord, we just bless your name, and we thank you that everyone that would hear this word and these things, Lord, that they will be blessed and find favor in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Okay. So I would just like to say start, you know, maybe historically, and just, you know, kind of go from where we talked about in my meeting, Mm -hmm. uh, it was was an amazing thing that happened. And I start to uncover a lot of that in my time here uh, in North Carolina. I, I wasn't sure, you know, how God shows you things as, as you go, but then how he also shows you things when you're there, like shows you the past and how, how the present now works together with it. So the way it started was I was really blessed by my dance teacher um, who taught me at the Performing Arts School to uh, he, and he, uh, introduced me to Kay Sullivan and Kay Sullivan, <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful lady. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she, she started, uh, interacting with me and brought me over to a rec recreation center there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi is where I met her at that time. And and I started to learn what she was doing there only to find out that then she was about to leave and her, she and her husband were moving to another state. And in the process, she, she knew that it was close to graduation for me and she then introduced me to Phyllis, Miss Phyllis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is great, you know, just not, mm-hmm. you know, just going in the path and not really knowing where things were going. And I graduated, I auditioned for Philodanko, Um, And, mm-hmm. and then I auditioned for a dance company in Ohio. And just something in my spirit uh, was not working as far as you know, accepting the offers that were there, I did receive an offer for a summer program at Philadanco, uh mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, and then a, a full scholarship to go to a summer dance program in Manchester. So, in the process, again, God just laying out that pathway. My beautiful dance teacher at Hattiesburg, Miss, in ha- from Hattiesburg, Mississippi drove me from Mississippi all the way to New Jersey to meet Miss Phyllis, where I uh, Mm -hmm. did the audition for Philodenko and then later went on to my summer program in Manchester uh, Vermont and coming back through, I, I had really just fell in love with the family and the ministry that she had there. And I remember some questions that she was, are you sure you want to do this? Cause you know, you, you could do. And I was like, no, I'm sure, I'm sure I'd rather be doing this for the Lord. You know, I guess that, you know, the thing that we come, sometimes the things we come up against pushed, push us. Into the ministry that God has for us. So probably the pattern of not being able to minister in dance uh, in our church as a young child made me even more committed to that thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, of course, I chose, you know, dance ministry over, you know, performing with other companies, secular companies that I I could have gone on to pursue. And I stayed for that summer there uh, with Miss Phyllis and her family. It was the the most impactful time of my life. And then I returned to Mississippi. So that's a little history of my meeting her and my and her impact on me. Uh, it was just an uh, an incredible time. Both with her and, and uh, Miss Yvonne and Miss Wanda, and other people that were in the ministry, and the things that we did, including being able to minister at the church um, and in the community. It was just an incredible time. Um, mm-hmm. really I don't know awesome. if you have anything to say regarding that time, but uh, I oh, just remember. Wow. <laughs>
1: You, I, I'm, I'm um learning a few things here. I didn't know your dance teacher had driven you all with it because I don't think I met her. But nonetheless, such commitment to a young lady who was as gifted as Sharice. And um, I also didn't know it was the most impactful time of your life. I know <laughs> it, that very- you were such... <laughs> go on, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm saying you were such a blessing to the overall um, uh, ministry and outreach that we were doing at that time. Uh, You go on though. (laughs) Yeah, it was a a busy time. Yeah.
0: So I, you know, I wrote down uh, several things and kind of revamped a lot of things regarding dance and and how. I believe it can be used as a, as a means for evangelism and as a means mm-hmm. for ministry. Uh, I, I think most importantly, that it helps connect you to people. And it also um, allows you that opportunity to share the good news with them at the same time. Uh, I have a daughter who loves, 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 loves movement, and mm. I can I can teach her many things I, I, about you know reading or math, but you know on our breaks and we get to move. I just see mm. her being, just being, and so I think that's what what it does. It just connects in such a way in your soul and in your being, uh, like none other. I think that Mm. God being our creator and us being creative people is when we are close, I guess, closest to him, closest to the Mm. thing that he did in the initial creation. And so um, dance can be that for us. Um, When I think about um, one of the first things that I Started to write was about uh, univer- dance being a universal language, and that's what I was kind of expressing that it is a a language that is beyond anything that we can express, uh, probably verbally, and even in writing. It 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 connects like there are not words for, that I can express through my movement. Um, it connects to your soul is what I tell my dance dancers a lot. It transcends cu- cultures, language barriers. It communicates your emotions. You can tell stories. You can get deliver spiritual messages in, in a way that um, you just can't with words. Mm-hmm. And I I think about David, you know, and how he danced out of his clothes just Mm. praising the Lord through through his from his heart and God called it, saying, A man after my own heart. He couldn't express it in words, but through his movements that praise God loves. And so in Psalms one forty nine and three it says, Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with tremble and and harp and i think that this verse um the idea here is that dance can be a joyful and universal way to praise and worship god and also in psalms 150 and 4 it says praise him with tremble and dancing praise him with the strings and pipes so this this verse just like the first is it encourages us to have that artistic expression, and you know, as I was reading these verses, you know, the thing that we say, well, why wasn't dance accepted? You know, how did these verses get skipped in the, in in the uh, in churches in that in those days? But you know that we we can't explain it, but God knows. But it's in His Word that dance is a way to express. Our love for God, and to give Him praise. And in Second Samuel six and fourteen, it says David, wearing a linen ephod, danced before the Lord with all his might. And David, um, he 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 had such a love for God that he didn't care what anybody said or thought. Um, if you know the story, his wife was upset and not you know excited about the fact that he was out there dancing before others and you know to the point where his his clothes came off of him because he was so excited about what he was doing for the Lord. And yet David didn't care because he knew what his purpose was. and I think that throughout my life um, that has been, such a natural part for me is I guess growing up with that dance experience in the in the fine arts centers and then growing up in the church, like for me, although I couldn't dance before the Lord at church, it didn't stop me from dancing before the Lord in my house and in my mm-hmm. in the studio and in any other place, I knew that there was a connection I knew somewhere in my heart it was there. Like I knew that, and I offered my gift to God is what I did. I didn't just say, you know, this is one part of my life. And this is another part of my life. I let them grow up together. And, um, and, and I can say that wasn't me. That was just something that God gave me in my heart that I knew, even though they didn't accept it, that it was acceptable to him. And likewise, in Exodus 15 and 20, here there's Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, and she too, she um, took a tremble in her hand and all the women followed her and sh- and they danced, they danced before the Lord.
1: Would you like to say anything about Miriam? I know how much you love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is amazing. You. Um. Thank you for for letting me in right there because you're absolutely right. I was a part of a very large um bodying the word experience at Duke University when I was still, I guess maybe twenty three or so. And I, you know, had chosen to leave New York because of the hecticness of that lifestyle, you know. Um, it was a time when the arts were not heavily funded, but I, I was working with a company and um I was just poor It's Joe's turkey. And <laughs> and I was, just, you know, I, I, one day, I, it, you know, it wasn't even kind of my thing because the, it wasn't so much that I was too pressured to do it with regards to the dance. It was just getting about New York, you know, and, and trying to work and, and dance. And so I decided to leave and I went home. But, you know, the Lord never left me because I, too, was then kind of connected to the... Um, a a pioneering experience with dance uh, or movement in the church. And so I got to dance the role of Miriam. It's probably the most difficult choreography I have ever had to handle. And yet it has been for me, if I look back over my, um, you know, my sort of career as a dancer, it was the most rewarding thing I ever did do. The choreographer was a very beautiful Christian woman. She was so sweet. I will never forget her, her name is Dot uh, Borden. And uh, the woman who wrote this piece presently is a, a professor at a university, the, the Methodist University right here in um, New Jersey. And I am going to contact her when I found out one day it just occurred to me to look her up. And there she was. Right. I want to let her know what that meant for me. So thank you very much, Miriam. I danced the leprous Miriam, the one who had sinned before God. And so um. that dance was full of emotion and it was just full of um just a you know you know it's it's a dancer's dream i guess like an actor or a singer to to do the difficult work right you just want to conquer it and uh dot worked with me and pulled me into that it was amazing it was wonderful so that and in that we were true in true evangelism because it was in the big duke chapel and it was a an offering uh around easter and so she took us so you know, I could go on about that experience. I shall never forget it, and uh, that was that was my Miriam experience. But you have so rightly quoted. She read these. Uh, she led these uh, Israelites in praise in movement there, and it's a wonderful, wonderful picture of of how gra- gratitude is expressed through movement. And with that, I'll be quiet.
0: And don't you think that our ability to embrace the life of Miriam and David David were more impactful because of the resistance of the church during that time? It it made me super aware of the times when I wasn't dancing for the Lord, you know? Does mm-hmm. that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kinda I think sweaty. that, yes, I, I think, you know, sometimes we think that, um, like some people say, Well, you know, the devil did this, blocked this, or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. we can learn so many lessons from opposition, is what I'm saying. Um Indeed. Yes. So um the next scripture that I had was some thirty and eleven. It says, You turned my wailing into dancing. Mm-hmm. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Mm. and the power of that word um it just all over me reminds me of the power of mm. god and how turning uh how he turned sorrow into joy and mourning into yes. dancing yes and, and you know i was kind of being a little uh, weird within myself as i was looking up scripture and comparing the word of god and how it's being used but i know in my heart that dancing is a, a gift from god and i know that this that, that i'm not using it out of context to say that you know dance has been a part of worship and celebrations for for many many years throughout the cultures throughout biblical times And in the Bible, dancers, they expressed praise, they expressed joy and devotion to God um, as a way of communicating with Him. And it resonated with people across cultures, across any kind of boundaries that we could think of as it does today. And, And so I can imagine now this, you know, thinking about being a living testimony, was another thing that I thought about. Um it took everything out of me not to call you last night. I oh, um, you should have called me. <laughs> it was so late. But I tell you what happened and this is related to just being a living testimony. So my my son Joseph uh and I uh, he loves to worship. He loves to worship. So he loves to sit on the front row And so he and I, during worship, you know, you just, you're not paying attention to who's watching you or whatever. So this Mm -hmm. lady Mm -hmm. came up to me after service. This was a couple of months ago. And she just told me how beautiful it was to watch us worship. And so Mm -hmm. last night, uh, during our our, uh, women's fellowship, in front of everybody, she said, Cherise, I don't know if you know this. But the reason why I came up to you after service is because you were glowing. Mm. And that took me some places Mm. in my head because, first of all, I thought, oh, me, 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 me. I was glowing. (laughs) And then I sat with that thing for a while because I said, you know what? I need to call Phyllis, and talked uh, to her about this glowing thing, because this is the, maybe the third time that I've heard somebody say that at a different time. Okay. So I said, mm. but what do they mean glowing? And then I remembered this joke of a pastor who said, uh, he talked about Jesus riding in on the donkey and how the donkey Mm -hmm. was smiling and so excited that people were throwing (laughs) down these uh, palm branches (laughs) at him and thinking, wow, they love me and saying, Hosanna, I am wonderful. And Mm then (laughs) he called it what it was. No, you're just a donkey. And (laughs) with Jesus on you. And then when yes. I heard that in my head, I laughed out loud and I said, okay, I guess I don't need to call her now that I heard that <laughs> really in my head. And so I, back to my point, mm-hmm. we dance are a living testimony of God, mm-hmm. not ourselves, but of mm-hmm. God, of Jesus being upon us when we're moving. Yes. And that must me. So much. Oh,
1: it um, blessed me. Oh,
0: so, <laughs> I love it. Mm. So, so, do you have something more <laughs> than you? Are you familiar you with know, this? Has anybody oh, said it? Yes.
1: You? you know, no, no. Well, maybe so. You know, I don't recall, but that joke really is the um a message of. It's a message to all of us. When we are in Christ and filled to overflowing, that glow has to be on you because think about it that is Almighty God mm. filling you with His Spirit, and so you glow like day that declares His glory, the days. Even the darker days when there are no, there's no sun because the clouds are there, right? But that day has a stamp on it of the glory of God. And then on the days when the sun is bright, you know it's there. And I like the joke because that's what she saw. She saw the infilling of God's spirit. And you in the vessel, being the vessel, were all shiny and glorious, according to me that's how I would have also interpreted that. Mm,
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in Matthew five and 16, it says in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Amen. And Mm -hmm. so, you Mm -hmm. know, there it goes right back. And, and, you know, Again, we can get so caught up in that, let your light, but it is indeed the light of Christ in us that is shining, that the things that we are doing in dance, in in other arts, in theater, whatever it is that we're presenting, that it glorifies God. And that that is that shining. There it is. Yes. And in yes, James 2.18, yes. it says, but someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. Amen. Amen. Mm. Yes. Um, both mm. of those just, um, I wrote that it underscores the, the faith it, that is demonstrated and made evident through our through our actions and our deeds but then it is the glory of god that is upon us that allows people to uh to see that we are a living testimony i'm going to go mm. further and just talk about integrating faith and artistry and i think that's kind of what we're just the psalm of what we're talking about tonight, and that's using what we have, our faith in God, the artistry that we have, or, or maybe it's not art, maybe it's writing, maybe it's any other thing that we have, to use it to glorify God, to inspire others to do the same, to have that passion for whatever we're doing, and to encourage people to bring their faith in up or into a different place and and bringing it to everything that they do and in first corinthians mm-hmm. 10 and 31 it says so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it all for the glory of god and this verse emphasizes that every aspect of our life include including artistry endeavors can be done to glorify god and I thought this so beautiful in Exodus 35, um, 30 through um, 35. It says, then Moses said to the Israelites, see, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, I think I'm saying it correctly, son of Herod, the yeah. son of her of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the spirit of God, with wisdom and with understanding, with knowledge and with all kinds of skills to make artistry designs for work in in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, and to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of artistic crafts. So at this point, you can see that it was God that gave him this gift to create, to create mm-hmm. things. And, you know, sometimes we'll create things and we'll use it for for good, and sometimes we will use it in ungodly ways. And that's the thing Mm -hmm. that the church had misunderstood. They misunderstood using dance and for ungodly ways, maybe the ways that they had used it in their life past before they came to know Mm -hmm. God. And they didn't realize that every single thing that he gives us, it is a gift that can be Mm -hmm. used for the glory of him or his glory. Because in the same way, Mm that this man was able to create using gold and silver. He made things to glorify God in the same vein. In another place in the Bible, it was used, those same creations were used and they worshiped that instead of God. Mm-hmm. So it, I will continue on with that. It says, and and he has given both him and Aholab, son of Asamach excuse my uh, explaining these words or expressing these words Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach others. He has filled them with skill to do all kinds of works as engraving designers, embroideries in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen and weavers, all of them skilled workers and designers, and this passage, again, it just allows you to see how creative God made this man in his artistic work for the temple, for his glory, again, for his glory. And it highlights the idea that artistic talents are can be inspired and directed by God for sacred purposes. Um, I love this storytelling uh, through movement idea that I was thinking through how God allows us to tell stories, uh, about the Bible. And again, that goes back to Miriam, uh, you being able to, uh, display what you felt Mm -hmm. would be the heart of Miriam in her expression. And, and, and we can also use it to tell stories about our journeys, not just stories about the Bible, but stories that can relate directly to people's everyday life, which is what the Bible was. That was their life then. And so in our natural life about COVID and how God can, you know, be make cause us to be victorious in that. So it, more relatable stories in our everyday life, in the struggles, in our triumphs, and the um, how we can reach our audiences in a deep way through storytelling and dance did you have anything mm-hmm. about that i hate to put you on this oh yes but I, every now and then i no, no, this, no. like i just want to include you
1: <laughs> for sure you know the thing about movement is that um the, I, and, and the reason that i believe that it's even more universal than music because music is um different cultures have music um what they have they use different scales they the uh, tones are minor or major or they are like uh limited or what, whatever mm-hmm. and so the sound can be very Um, hard to get accustomed to. I'm married to an Ethiopian and believe it or not, even though Ethiopia is in Africa, it's East Africa. I mean, yeah, wait a minute. We are all the way in the East and the sound of Ethiopia is not a Western sound. So I had to get accustomed to that, right? But when you watch people move, there is a universality in emotion. So when you watch people move, you're more apt to connect than not, even if it is a if, if it is if contrary, kind of strange to your own movement patterns, the ultimate expression of the emotion that is, you know, that is caught in that somehow we are able to relate to immediately. And perhaps it is true in every art form. I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, a little partial. But in in terms of telling the story, in terms of telling the story, and I love, I love this, you know, I love music about as much as I love dance. If I could have sang, I would have been a singer rather than a dancer because my mother was, right? And my uh, father. But um, that connection to your inner self and therefore to the divine, if you also know Christ, is so apparent to you, in the body, and so the relationship I used to tell people if anything that I have to offer in movement, it is to help others perform because that's where I'm really good, I can really see mm-hmm. right, and um and in seeing, I can help you the the dancer or the person in front of me, whether you're actually full out dancer or not, emote whatever. The uh, message is. So I agree with you there to tell the story. And we must also, Sharice, define dance beyond what maybe the listener is accustomed to. Right. Dance is, yeah, it, it, it's in some people's minds, like you said, it, it's like, you know, pop, you know, the, the thing is about I mean, you, this rhythmic movement that is purely an expression of what, I don't know, pleasures in the moment, mm-hmm. but dance goes beyond that way beyond that right Right. it isn't even sometimes that much movement but it is the gesture enhanced and expanded and extended to express the idea or the emotion or the thought and so it's very effective in that way yes ma'am
0: and so you know as I look further and just kind of think about what you were saying Uh, I'm going to go to the next point about lifestyle evangelism. You know, Mm -hmm. I knew about dance and I knew about worship and praise, but I didn't get a full understanding of evangelism through dance Mm -hmm. until I met you. So it was really... um, eye-opening place for me, the thing that you were doing, you know, every day I felt like I was reading your mental dissertation about what dance (laughs) evangelism was. And, you know, we would sit at the table a lot of times or on the floor, me, (laughs) and you would talk to me about worship and how it was different in praise and how it was different from just dancing and like we would talk about mm-hmm. the closing and, and about the, the the body and you know even about the directions of how you are facing the audience and I just knew evangelism and dance in such a different way from my experience with you. Um, for, for years and years after that I would read or write and just try to still process some of those ideas and and it caused me to rework the way i talked about dance in the church oh glory oh Um, yes and so um you know many times after that i was allowed to to uh dance at church or to worship and you know, I, I often called it a performance, but I had to turn, ch- change my language and how I mm-hmm. used it to talk about what I was doing. And I think it helped educate, as you just talked about, educate other people about what dance, mm-hmm. evangelism, evangelism and ministry really was about. Um, mm-hmm. so in, in that lifestyle evangelism, there's a scripture from uh, Philippians 1 and 27 that says, Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. Yes. Amen. And, it, you know, that means the mm-hmm. things that you value, the people that you value, um, the way that you conduct yourself as you worship the Lord, it is important. It, is, it mm-hmm. is essential to how you can reach others, because there are some people that are sitting there that may be a little uncomfortable with you moving your body in a, in a, mm-hmm. and saying that it is in an, of the Lord. So we have to mm-hmm. be so careful to uh, demonstrate it in such a way where we are pleasing to God. Whether we're on the stage, whether we're in the studio, whether we're in a park, in a in a in a service, wherever we are, that we're number one reaching out to others. But in reaching out to others and communicating with them, they should be seeing God and not us. Uh, and, and so we have to be really careful how we demonstrate that. And so also in First Peter, two and twelve. Uh, there's a verse that says this is NIV most of it I apologize for not saying that Mm -hmm. Uh, it is live 1 Peter 2 and 12 says live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us so again this is a testimony of how we are to demonstrate and deliver uh, our movement, our art, our anything that we do, that it is done decent and in order before the Lord, that it will bring glory to God. And then we will find favor with God and man. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, man. yes. And um, I- go ahead.
1: You had something? No, uh, well, um, just the idea that um, that you brought out there—the point that you made about the lifestyle, and whether we're in the studio or in the um, sanctuary or on a stage, on a on a performance stage—is is very important. And I believe that many an artist gets kind of hooked up, especially if they're Christians. Somehow, the idea that it has to be. In the church, yeah. right, and in and, and in the church, it has to be this thing that they see. Um, but we are very much uh, concert performers. At least I was, right, mm-hmm. and and the concert stage is where I love to be, because the concert stage is where I reach the masses. You see, it isn't just those who are already partaking of the water. And, and of course, in church, sometimes people do need to be redeemed as well. Mm-hmm. But on that concert stage, you are assured of meeting a different group of people mm-hmm. in, in, you know, in ge- generally speaking. Mm-hmm. I remember Sharice, uh, dancing on the very stage at B and Duke Auditorium, North Carolina Central University. Mm-hmm. we were a part of the dance concert. Now, we had a little group, uh, you know, we were Ebony Dance Theater there for a while and then we all went away and whatever. we co- we were coming together. Even now I am in touch with uh, all but one of those movers, right? And we came together and we did a, a, chore- a, a piece and um, we were invited, you know, to dance there. And my botany professor came to that concert. Well, we danced a piece called um I don't know if we ever titled it, but it was a two, to, to, to uh, a day is coming and it won't be long. I fly away to my home, a gorgeous piece of music, right? By take six. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, so we danced this piece and Uh, And we choreographed it together. Not one person can take that all that credit. But in in one point in there, he says, I want to be ready to fly away, fly away, fly away home. And we just circled within these white skirts and they were just trailing. Now, I never knew the impact of that movement in that group until we finished that dance that night. And uh, a woman I had known from New York who was with the uh, Chuck Davis a uh, dance that you know Chuck was I- internationally known for the, the African West African folk right, and uh, she looked at us and she said, "Well, yeah. mm, that's all she said." She didn't say wow. And the next you know my next botany class he said, "Oh my goodness, you all were really good." You know, he just really went into this uh, exceptional performance. But you know what was there? And I know it because we've danced that piece. When we were choreographing it, we worshipped together. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I've danced it by myself. And and every time I do, when I get to the, where the whole thing is, is tremendous, I, I just think the Holy Spirit, you know, laid on us to pull it out. Right. Until today, I mean, that's like many years ago, but I can still remember Uh, large portions of that dance. Because when I dance it, I am so in touch with the fact that a day is coming and it won't be long till I fly away to my home. Want to be, got to be ready to fly, ready to fly away to my home. And that language is Psalm 90. We, in the morning, we grow up uh, we, you know, we grow like the flowers or whatever it says there, but in the evening we wither away and then we fly away. And that it, it, it just is such a wonderful thing. So that is a wonderful point that you're bringing forth. Wherever we are, wherever we are, God is also. And so whatever we put our hands to do, we do it, whether it's eat or drink or whatever, we do it to the glory. And as long as you remember and pull the glory in, the glory will be there and it will be spoken and declared amongst the people, whoever they are. Thank you, babes.
0: And this so this is my last point. um, And it relates to exactly what you're saying. It is inclusive and non-threatening. Um, yeah. focusing on the inclusive part because like you said you're in front of different audiences you're presenting to different people and wasn't it God will for us not to just mm-hmm. grab the folk that already know him but to yeah. minister to the people that didn't he said he came you for therefore? yes and he That's came right. for the yes. for the broken people he came for That's the people right. that needed That's him right. and so to yeah. be inclusive and non-threatening is that last point of just talking about dance it it can create inclusiveness it can be for many a non-threatening environment uh for people to commune together and in Galatians 3 and 28, it says, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, right. neither slave nor free, nor is Amen. there male or female, for Amen. you are all Amen. one in Christ. And such, is, and such is our heart when we come before uh, those who know God and those who do not, and we say, hey, come in, taste and eat. This is the word mm. of God that we're dancing about. This is the the things that I've been through and how God brought me through that I'm dancing about. This is how we present mm. it. And in Corinthians um, 9, uh, 19 through 23, it says, though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone slave. to win as many as possible. That's right. To the Jews, I became a Jew to win, to win the Jews. To to those yes. under the law, I became one under the law, though I myself am under the law. So as to win those under the law, to those not having the law, I became like one not having the law. Though I am not mm-hmm. free from God's law, but am under Christ's law. So as mm-hmm. to win those those not having the law to the weak, I became weak. To the win to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share it in its blessing. Mm-hmm. And this was Paul's willingness, showing his willingness to adapt and relate to people from different cultures and religions and backgrounds, from every unthinkable thing, in order to share the gospel of Jesus with them effectively. Mm -hmm. And this, too, in dance, being that language that we communicate with, that nonverbal language that cannot be. Spoken or written, that we try to reach others in such a way that God will be glorified.
1: Amen, Yes. yes. Oh, how sweet! How sweet! How sweet! See, you know, Charisse has been a public school teacher and uh, of dance, and uh, so have I. And this is what I recognize. Early in my life, really when I was a teenager, because I taught dance since I was fifteen years old, right, um, with Kay Sullivan, by the way, and in the Durham uh, Recreation Centers, and you know, in the Camden uh, Housing Authority, I've been all I've been in some deep places uh, with this thing called movement and dance, right. And is God good or is He good? This little poor black child from North Carolina who could not study dance officially until I was thirteen years old, and that by uh, slipping away and doing it. But the Lord God, he, he ironed a path. He He just opened the, the path. And everything that I've ever done has been by his great, powerful door opening. I never had the wherewithal of the confidence to go forward on my own, but he always did it. But when I taught in public school, Um, I realized that my own temperament, right, was now the influence over my children. And Sharice, I know you know this. As an artist, right, you get to move in in a very uh, kind of um, cunning way into the trending of the world. And your presence there, filled with Christ, does a number of things. You guide the children to make good choices about decency. You guide the children to make good choices about what they will listen to and how they will respond in the environment. You guide them to understand the power in performance. You guide them to understand the messages that they put out. That is what the Lord opens to you as his own, no matter what he is giving you to do. He is the driver in your car. He is the order of your thinking. He is the influence over those that he appoints you to. He's a wonderful, amazing God. And what Sharice doesn't tell you, what she didn't tell you and tell you how we met, is that I worked for Kay in North Carolina. I had gotten married and moved to New Jersey. Sharice met Kay in Mississippi. <laughs> and Kay yes. called, uh, oh, yes. So that was a big old triangle he drew to draw us together. And, and the it, friendship, it the relationship.
0: Stopped. And it That's has right. not it has stopped. Not- I tell you, I, mean. I moved to North Carolina. I never knew that you went to Central University. Here I am. Isn't that something? I moved yep. here teaching that, and the first <laughs> thing that I'm doing is working at at Duke University with ADF, and mm-hmm. then I go from there working at Central. And and I'm sure as I'm sitting here thinking that you probably had some ties with Hayti, and that's I work there too now. Oh, so that is I'm I'm like full circle. <laughs> God just knows what that's He's right. doing, He knows what He's he doing. He surely does. And as I take all these Absolutely. steps, I'm like feel like I'm stepping in all the paths you've already been. So this is amazing. I tell you, it's, it is it God's is quite will, and it is amazing. only God.
1: <laughs> only God. Only God, only He can do that, you know, and He knows what what we each of us need, um, in order to uh to fulfill the plans He has for our lives, and He knows who we need to connect to, because, like, if I had stayed in New York, yeah, you, know, you don't even know the um the just the company you keep when you're in the artistic world. It is oh oh, it's varied and it's wide. <laughs> You can go in a lot of directions out there, right? You can get caught up in a lot of stuff, right? But um, the Lord has a way of holding. And Charisse, it's been such a sweet, sweet a presentation. You covered every scripture almost, except that t- I got to go to Second Peter. But you're talking about the dissertation, you're going to make me pull that. In fact, I was looking for it to pull out th- this evening, my my um, master's project, because I, I made a case for dance as a... as a um. As a tool in in evangelism, right? And uh, it I never finished it because I was never set sa- I mean, I did finish it, but I never did anything with it other than turn it in so I could graduate because I was never satisfied with it. That's another thing that happens. Experience, experience, experience is so. Absolutely important. And I brought out, uh, it is written in Second Timothy, that you must be first partaker of the fruit. And uh, my advisor used to say, Phyllis, you're writing a dissertation. We just need a project. You, you just write that dissertation. And I said, but I can't help myself <laughs> because the Holy Spirit, right? He's the, he's the uh, uh, author of those things that we have to put down because it's going beyond you it's going to somebody else. And it has to be clear, accurate truth. It really in and of itself has to be a witness. And so I, you you know, you brought it all out. Now, Sharice is the same age as my daughter who was also a very lovely dancer. She was not as well. um, uh, She hadn't, she hadn't trained as long as Sharice, but she had a gift in her and she was very uh, reluctant uh, she is anointed for sure, but she was also reluctant. And that's what happens to children when they live, I think, with parents who are doing what they want to do. Sometimes they get stymied by the overshadowing. And uh, when you came along for a moment, she had someone her own age to kind of connect to within that house. And then she went to Central and that's when she bloomed even more as a dancer, and yes. was, you know, able to actually find herself in, in, in it that way. But uh, God is God is so good; He's so good. And this presentation has also been filled with nuggets of faith, truth, belief, understanding, and for all of us out in the uh, in fellowship here tonight, I ask that you consider also. Who you are? Who has God made you? You know, I sat one day and I just contemplated that. Who am I? And I tried to empty myself out of myself to look back at me, to see, God, what have you done? Who am I? And who is it that you have designed me to do, be and and what shall I be doing in these latter days of my life? And he will talk with you and he will guide you with his eye, he says so in Psalm 34. And you will be amazed. We are amazed by what he still has planned and how he walks you to it. Very sweet, very sweet, very sweet. Praise God! You know, I've always wanted to do a conference for dancers because, uh, Charisse, I do not judge. When I go and I watch other people dance in churches, I'm, I, I, you know, if if it doesn't kind of feel, you know, totally anointed to me, I just drop my head uh, and I listen to the music, you know. And if it does, I watch it. And and dance shows up in so many different forms and formats and all that stuff, I you know, know, that you can't be that judgmental, but. What, mm. I, what I long to do is get a bunch of dance artists in a room for teaching just like we did tonight yeah. and get them to understand that the, it is the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Without that, all you're doing is dancing and we right. can pay, you know, the, the $50 and go see the best of concerts or whatever they cost. You can always find people who do things very well. But you do not find a lot of people who are filled with the spirit and also skilled to do what they do before the Lord. Yes. I tell you, when we were out there, you may have remembered me saying, I worked real hard in the secular realm of dance. I shall not work any less hard. Oh, glory for my father. Never, ever will I do it less than I did it when I was doing it for the world, or in the world. Amen. 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 Oh. And you have uh, enhanced my experience, along with my daughter, my friends. We had a really good run, and we haven't stopped yet. Sharice is, and I know. I know everybody thinks, well, what what is this this uh, Rehoboth Institute? Well, let me tell you, the Lord has been speaking to me about that too. So we shall soon get together, and develop something that is going to be um, uh, accessible to every child. It is going to be an expression such like love calling, but but even more. And we're going to develop it, and this time it will be done very well. And distributed, I promise the whole world, because expression, expressing and, and whatever your art form is a necessary outpouring for us to be complete in ourselves yes. and to Lord and God. to provide. Yes. Amen. Yeah. That's right. Worship him with every ounce of who you are. God is good. And listen, tonight I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you bless the fellowship that we have tonight. Charissa and I talking, you know, we're close in that regard. But those who are out uh, in the live audience, they are distant, you know, they're in Africa, they're wherever they are. And I ask you, Father, to do in them also what you're doing in in us and have done. Fill us, Lord God, with your spirit. Let us never, ever be empty. Day in and day out, may we live as unto you, remembering and knowing and grasping all that you have given us. Not just, Lord God, the gifts that you poured through us to demonstrate and bring glory to your name in the earth, And amongst those in the congregation, but also the fact that you died, God, you paid the price, the penalty for our choice to walk at enmity, in enmity against you. You kept us through those years, Father, and then you turned the light on miraculously that we could see, that we could hear, that we could not be lame in our walk. Lord God, deliver us, I pray tonight, from every sin, forgive us, and from every presumptuous sin, and from every familiar spirit, that we may, Lord God, truly be called your children and seen in the world as those who are redeemed, reborn, fully equipped to walk in your way. Bless Sharice. Bring a double portion upon her, Lord, in every way. And everyone who participates in this um, experience, this podcast, whether by sitting, Lord God, in fellowship with us or coming forth and being a witness by sharing their testimony and their experiences. I ask your blessings, uh, just abundant blessing, pour out abundantly on us all. We need you, Father. And we're never too proud to say so may you be praised bless Sharice's children give that one lord god who loves movement give her every opportunity to open herself before you and to express fully with her arms and her face and her body, her feet, Lord God, in every way to just worship you. And then, Lord, free us all to give you full worship. No matter what we might, you know, be uh, inhibited by in these moments, when it comes time to lift our hands and give you glory and worship you, Father, may we be free enough to do so without reservation that the world may know that we have a Savior who loves us and we respond in kind in worship. I praise you and I thank you right now. I thank you, God, for the finished work now in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless also our husband. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, my dearest. Thank Thank you so much. much.
0: What a pleasure. (laughs) Thank
1: you. And listen, if you feel like you got more to talk about, I will shut up altogether and let you have it. You just let me know. So guys, praise be to God. Don't you just appreciate when we have um, such goodness from God, just the pouring out of his word in the varying aspects of our lives so that we all also are lifted up and given the, um, the wherewithal, the awareness that we can live out our faith. We can literally live it out and in so doing be a witness and a call of the Spirit to others who might be themselves in a state of, that's right, in a state of need and lostness. God is good. So we have a few comments here. Let's see. Um, Oh, Tony asked that we pray for him. Yes, indeed. He's resuming resuming his schoolwork next week. And you we know what that means. Lord God, you are with Tony. You walk with him. You are there. And Lord, we ask that you would just give him a supernatural understanding of everything that he has to uh, study and be responsible for and call, you know, just be there and provide every need. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we're so sure that you have already done it may you be praised and freshen says dance definitely allows for a type of unity Perhaps the open door to the how about that? Look at there. See you see what happens? We 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 um we unify around a topic and then God explodes it <laughs> to give us all a um, a particular insight. You are absolutely right, uh, Anna. And I should love to see you work on that. An open door to the gospel. Love that Corinthians reference. Yes, that is what we do we are often called to do. So the scriptures tonight were absolutely excellent. Sharice. I thank you so much. And in regards to connections, the word shows us that some plans are fulfilled when extensions of our works are passed and shared. And yes, so fresh, and, you know, that is the other thing that Sharice. um uh, is doing and ha- as, a, as a teacher, you can do this, but even as a worshiper in your church, you can do this. You can pass a baton of faith and and trusting God in in what you do in the art form. You know, we, we turn around and there's is sometimes there's a little bit of a barrier. Sometimes that barrier has to do with uh, people's insecurities or uh, jealousies or whatever. But I ask God to open that door, Anna, as you have written Fresh and Space is there. Open that door and, 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 and defeat that, that enemy who doesn't want it. So we could talk about the history of dance in a little bit. I have a little insight of why it was closed out of the church. Um, So we could talk about that at another time. And um, it it would be good to to know it because the runoff can happen at any point in uh, in the history of the church. These things that come up that cause a particular way to um, override God's own way. We can we can talk about uh, av- avoiding that. Uh, welcome, Gordon Owusu. Um We are just at the end of our presentation tonight, of our discussion and our talk. <clears throat> but we do welcome you and hope that you will join us at eight o'clock every Wednesday night for sure. This is our regular time. Sometimes we um, we go more than that uh, in in certain seasons when we're reading or, or accomplishing, you know, a bigger a task that needs to be daily. So, join us um, and look for us. We'll always announce when we're going to start going on every day. We've been so blessed, and I'm so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Shries. Any last words? Any last thoughts?
0: Um, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to uh, glow for God in uh, mm-hmm. bringing. You know, as dancers, we're often Reluctant to speak. And, you know, my prayer today was, Oh God, please don't let me be like Moses and like the other people that said, Well, we can't talk for you, Lord, too. We can't talk for you. We can move for you, but we can't. And I said, Okay, I'm putting aside all of my, you know, my lack in the ability to just be open to others and just glow for god so whatever you have to offer to the lord whatever he's given to you just give it back give it back because he can do more with it than we could ever do and uh you know it basically again just to bring glory to him that's why we're here just to bring I glory say, to him. amen
1: you know that's maturity right there when you get right there he can use you real good. <laughs> he can just send you places. Amen, amen, amen. And fresh and rice, there's still time, room for that, well, there's space for that workshop. And you know, Sharice, we're we, in honor and, Anna and um, all of the collective, we have to get together and plan for it. That is something yeah. that we can do. We can pass the baton. We can pass the legacy and we can make sure that our part in it has been completed. At least my part, because it's something that's always been in my heart to do so. So with that, my darlings, you know, one more time, the Lord, our God has set a most wonderful table. It is decorated with, you know, beautiful linens and the, the uh, candlesticks that are there, the fragrance of his presence and the light that so shines when he is in the room is with us and the delicacies, the chunks that we have, those morsels that we pick up, all those scriptures that are shared. May our God be thanked and praised for such a great thing that he has done in such a table that he has prepared for us isn't he wonderful so we go forth rejoicing and let me tell you you know it when you hear a piece of good music you cannot help but dance there it is (laughs) let it come forward right or sing whatever it is you do but we all express our praise and our thanks even as Miriam and the children of Israelite, even as Jephthah and his daughters, as he came home from that wherever he was, I think it was war, they danced in joy. That's how it is. God has done this. It's a beautiful thing. May you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day, evening, or good, good sleep, wherever you are in this world. Sharice, I thank you a thousand times. May God be praised, and I hope you have a wonderful night as well. to all I say (laughs) yes next time I'm looking forward to seeing you again take good care